It's DJ and Yak Soccer Talk. We are back, baby, midway through the break for the Gold yeah. Cup. And it's already over in the old Open Cup for RSL. Beaten, knocked out by LAFC. Yak, tell me you were shocked, stunned, and amazed. That was none of those, actually. Well, you saw the draw and you thought, uh-oh, ourselves in trouble. Well, no, I already did. Exactly. I got to say, I was a little surprised Carlos Vela started. Well, they brought all the big guns. Lee Wen was out there. Yeah. uh, Diego Rossi. Yep. Yeah, so no, that was a that was a strong lineup that they fielded. There's no doubt about it. And and I thought they would. It's uh, the early rounds U.S. Open Cup uh, often get uh, nobody, nobody, and nobody. You see, (laughs) you see a lot of you know. It's it's basically the whole second choice. You know, if your guy one through eleven, you're not playing. If your guy twelve through twenty two, this is your shot. Or if your USL guy that's playing well, you might get called up. See. And uh, But I think it was different this time because of the way it fell in the middle of the U.S. Open Cup break. Nobody really wants a three-week break. You want to stay sharp. Yeah. So to mix one in, I thought that was a chance. The only reason I thought Vela might sit is that uh, I've read multiple stories. There have been multiple post-game interviews I watched with Bob Bradley where he's complained about the way he's just been beaten and abused. And gotcha. it really hasn't been... Um, People haven't been playing soccer. Okay, yeah. they've been playing beat up Carlos Vela. It's, you know, like it's the old Hakahavi, yes, situation with RSL. Exactly. Yeah, we're not good enough to play with you, so we're just gonna just beat you up. And you know, it's, he could have broken his leg today and all that. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder when you when you're getting hit that often and you're getting knocked down that often and people are being that physical with you, if you need time off of the bumps and bruises to heal and you don't need to take any chances. And so I thought he might sit. That was the only one. I can um, see that. You know, LAFC's got the best team in the league. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, their best players are better than RSL's best players. But whereas LA brings their, you know, three attacking guys with Ramirez, Rossi, and, and, and Vela yeah, leading yeah. the charge, um, they bring their top three guys. RSL's missing... Well, that's what I wanted. And there's already a gap. That's what I wanted to bring in, bring up here is, yeah, RSL, they're missing two first team guys who are out with the national team, okay. four other regulars who are training with the right. U23 Olympic team actually yeah. here in town but are unavailable. Right. So it it severely hampered RSL in terms of putting a good lineup out on the field I felt like in this match. But for all the depth they have, I thought the lineup was pretty strong. There were a couple guys we haven't seen much. Yes. Andrew Brody, one of them. Uh, Holt, I thought, did decent. Schmidt. Right. Yeah, those, the names. Maybe those three. I was going to say Holt's played enough this year. Okay. Um, But anyway, okay, so those three. But it it really comes down to at the top of the roster, they've got better players. LAFC has better players than RSL. And that's why they're running away with the league, and that's why it was a horrible draw. And Mm -hmm. I saw people complain about the regional draw, but I don't mind that. And I saw people tweeting out. One guy actually tweeted back at him. One guy tweeted out, what have they got to lose? Um, Or what have they got to gain? Why not just fly them across the East Coast to give them a fair chance to draw, you know, Carolina or whoever, whatever USL (laughs) team back there? Well, they got to lose. They got a chance to lose a cross-country flight midweek. Yeah, absolutely. Which is exhausting. That stuff adds up over time. So that's one of the yeah. unique things about U.S. soccer, though. Is we're, we're speaking. We, you talked about this previously on the podcast, DJ. Is we all think of European soccer, but you really think about it. These guys don't fly to these matches. A lot of times, it's a bus ride or a train ride to the to their next match in their league. The United States is such a massive, massive country that yes, you're traveling five and six hours in the air to go play some of these matches, and it it 
makes a big impact on guys. So that's absolutely a, so regionalizing everything. Yeah. Although I get it, Seattle playing Portland again. Yes, it's a good rivalry, <laughs> but how you're just really milking that cow. Yes, you and, are, and they want to see a little variety in the matchups. Uh, all right, so now it's back to league play. Now what for RSL? You got to hit the reset button a little bit here. You got to just kind of forget what the last few weeks have been and then say, hey, guys, now's our chance to make a push. We got to just kind of forget what happened. And it's almost a – and I know we're not halfway. Are we 15 matches in at this point? Right. Into the league. So we're into the end of the month. We'll be officially halfway through the season. But you've got to look at this and say, hey, the second half begins now. We got to start stacking up points. You got to get ourselves – Firmly in the playoff mix, and I don't know that that's possible. You don't think so? Well, we got three teams at the top of the West True. that have run away. Okay. Now, Houston, uh, mixed bag. I don't think Houston has separated themselves with the other teams. They do have games in hand, but they also have played two thirds of their games at home. So some of those games in hand are midweek road games, which is not an ideal way to pick up points. So I think there's a little bit. And then you got to see with the transfer window coming up, what's going to happen with Albert Elise. You can't – you can talk about depth in Major League Soccer, but it's still a salary cap world. Yes. So you're still putting most of your money in your starting 11. And really most of your money is going into, you know, depending on the club, four to six guys at the top of the roster. True. So when you take one of those guys out, A, are you going to spend money to replace him? B, how quickly? Because you don't always do it in the same transfer window. Sometimes it's the ensuing transfer window before he gets replaced. And even if you replace him right away, does that person come in and hit the ground running? There's often you need to adjust to a new team, a new league. you got to adjust to the travel and the heat and humidity and the altitude and whatever else. Absolutely. So if they have it going, which they really do, bolstered by a lot of home games, and they take Albert Lease out of the mix, who are they putting in, when are they putting him in, and how quickly does he adjust? So they don't know about them. But Kansas City's not that far out, and they've got to get healthier because that's a terrible run of bad luck they've had with injuries. Portland's going to have a lot of home games. They're not that far out. Mm-hmm. Well, they're the bottom of the table right now, but, but they're, that only doesn't five, they're only five points out. There's only so RSL, and you're looking at it, mm-hmm. but isn't it five points from RSL to Houston right now? Yes. So is. RSL's five points out of fourth place and opening round at home in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they're also five points out of dead last. But yeah, that's, and that's the thing. You, so when it's that compact, uh-huh. that transfer window is going to matter a lot. Who makes a move and who doesn't? Yeah, and. Out of those 10 teams, we can sit here and play the, and you know we will at some point, well, who's <laughs> going to make the playoffs and who's not? Well, I can tell you right now, two of those teams are going to get crushed by injuries. More than It's going to happen. Yeah. There are going to be injuries. Key guys are going to break down. We have no idea who. Who's going to miss the playoffs? The two teams that get crushed by injuries. It happens, yeah. And Kansas City can say, it's not going to be us because we've already been crushed we by just, injuries. We just surfed through it. We're going to get healthier, <laughs> odds are, okay. and we're going to rally. Now, Colorado and San Jose have been hot. They started off very poorly. They don't have good histories. They don't have good tradition. But just numerically speaking, they've gotten themselves back in the mix. Colorado's got four wins and a draw in the last five. Yep. It's impressive. And it goes to you get a new you get a new manager. Mm-hmm. You have a new head coach. You have new attitude, new chemistry, maybe a little can-do attitude. It never made sense that they brought in that many MLS veterans and they were that bad. 
True. That yeah. never made sense. Yeah. And now Robin Fraser, the former RSL coach, takes over as the new head man there. Now maybe that'll change the chemistry. Yeah. You know, maybe I don't think they're really four oh and one good. You know, you hit a soft spot in the schedule, you get one or two good results that you couldn't predict, and you got a good five game hot streak. But they should have held their own and been in the playoff mix with the offseason moves they made. Well, yeah, you guys like Kai Kamara on that roster, absolutely. So it's going to be an interesting second half of the season here. Because like you said, those three teams at the top, LAFC, the LA Galaxy, and Seattle, have pulled away. They're going to stay up to the top there. So that leaves, like you said, those four slots for all these teams to just kind of jostle around and see what you can do. It's going to be interesting to see with RSL going forward. What's the lineup going to be? They have had their hand forced through injuries. Um, you know, Plata got hurt in mm-hmm. the opener. Yeah. There was a red card challenge. He got hurt and got knocked out. Yes. They had a series of red cards that they absorbed and a series of suspensions. Uh, we're starting to see yellow card accumulation is taking down one guy and will soon take down two more. It's going to happen. Yeah. Everton's going to get it. Beckerman's going to pick up the yellow card accumulation. You know, what's this lineup going to look like? When they're full strength. And I still think there's a decent chance we're going to see a 4-1-4-1. Okay. Or they're going to take somebody off the field. Maybe they take Barrett out of the 11. How Demir's you... starting. Demir's starting, yes. Severino's starting. I don't see how you take Barrett off the field, though. And that's Rusnak's starting. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Johnson's starting. <laughs> Let's go Dutch football. Total football. Just put a bunch of t- attackers They've got out some there. midweek games in the summer, so they that do. will get them for a couple of months. They'll have to rotate mm-hmm. through guys. Yes. Uh, keep guys fresh with the midweek game, so that will provide enough minutes to keep everyone playing full-time. Um, you know, but is Beckerman going to sit at some point? And you know, the success they had with Beesler, at, at what point do you say, well, we, we're just earning way more points when Beesler starts than we are when, when Kyle starts? Mm-hmm. And there have been a bunch of uh, mitigating circumstances. You know, Kyle's played the tougher matches, you know, at LAFC, mm-hmm. at Seattle. Um, but they're coming home in the summer. They're going to have a lot of home games. If they don't get results, how are they going to change the lineup? I, I, I'm with you. I'd like to see that 4-1-4-1 give it a shot. Let Everton really just kind of be that pure destroyer and have those other five guys in front of them. Go at it, boys. Go push up the goals, field. Goals have been hard to come by. They have. And maybe that could help unlock it. You have more attackers out yeah. on the field. It could help un- unlock it. I, I'm hopeful of seeing that because, yeah, they start out, they come back off the break. They go to Chicago. The following week, it's one of those three-match and eight-day uh-huh. spans you're talking about. You go home to Sporting KC, home to Columbus, at on the road at San Jose. I think that week would be a good time to deploy that in some form or fashion and see how it goes. Need to go out and get a win at San Jose. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And some even of these teams, Barry, well, Columbus, not good. Columbus and Chicago have been struggling in the East. So right now, there's an argument with San Jose and um, Colorado getting better. There's an argument that the five worst teams in the league are over in the East. You look at RSL against the East right now, and they're four and three. They've done good. Four wins at home. Yeah. Three losses on the road. Well, Columbus it's, is coming in to it's Salt cut Lake. And I know. So can they win at Chicago? That's the one I was talking about. Because they lost to Montreal, they lost to New York, yeah. and they lost to D.C. United early in the year. Chicago, Chicago's interesting. They've had some interesting matches there over yeah. the years. And Chicago's got a veteran-laden squad. Bastian Schweinsteiger, a lot of people know that name. The former German international. Schweinsteiger! 
great name, by the way. <laughs> like about as German as it comes. My my son actually speaks German, uh-huh. and he hates it when I speak any German with any accent. You sound like a cartoon. You sound stupid. <laughs> All right. Well, guilty as charged. Okay. Well, hey, there you go. Fine. My my grandmother is German, so I wouldn't even dare. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. So that's it. They got a little. Uh, they got a little break here because now yep. they don't have that second U.S. Open Cup match to worry about. Yeah. So we'll come but, back next week and we'll be looking firmly at Chicago. So I, it's a big opportunity. At least these first four matches out of this break for ourselves to pile up some points. But if they don't, if they don't, they're in trouble. Then what? Well, we're looking. And where at, does the lineup go? We're looking at a team that's near the bottom of the table at that point. And you've still got the summer transfer window. You know they got a bunch of young guys, and are they going to be selling any of them? There's been rumors about that, but you know if the price is right, everybody wants to pick your pocket. And nobody's interested in that. <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it's true. always you yeah. know. What can I get him yeah, for? Yeah, we want to buy up? Justin Glad. What? 150 grand. Shut up and get out of my face. <laughs> Come on. But if they can get him, yeah, they're going to. Yeah, I've heard, um, I've heard all kinds of numbers. I don't know okay. how much that is posturing, how much they're floating, and what they, you know, they want $2 million. Would they really settle for $1.5 million? What? How does that work? Well, it's, just, I don't, it's a game of chicken. We all know it. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. How bad does he want to go to one of those clubs? You know, does he want to resign with RSL Can down the line? Can his help facilitate something? What, yeah, there's there's so many variables there. Um, you know, and if you ask Justin, he's going to tell you, yeah, I'd love to play in a big league, and yeah, I love it here. And so you walk away, and then you're like, okay, I don't know what that means. Well, <laughs> so, in RSL, they released the salary figures yeah. from MLS came out, and Marcelo Silva is actually the second is the, the highest paid defender on the roster, and he's a second string center back right now. So you wonder, but not if they were to move Justin. If yeah, if you do, then you, he'd be starting. You clear that spot, right. and then you have Natum and him playing together. So I, it is interesting. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's intriguing. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. And then are they going to bring somebody in? You know, and, and apparently the interest in Savarino's heating up. But what do they think is the right number for him? Well, and there's all those, of course, the ever ongoing rumors with Joao Plata. Does, does it ever resolve right. itself? Right. <laughs> All right. Plenty of things to ponder. A little bit of a break right now. But then, uh, as Yach points out, when they come back, it's on. Chance yep. to make another move in the standings. Or a chance to be disappointed. It's just all its all out there. When you're only five points out of last place, but you're only five points out of hosting a first-round playoff game, welcome to a salary-capped league and a really <laughs> compact race. Yep. Ten teams fighting for four berths, and one of them will be at home. Let's go. Ready and go. All right, thanks for joining us. DJ and Yoxon. Yoxon.